What up, everybody? My potty people. Potty people. I love saying that. Potty people because you listen to podcasts if you haven't caught the joke already. Oh, wow. I'm going to keep saying it every single week. Thanks for cluing me in on the reasoning behind it. Benny Pump here, as always, joined with my fellow host. Patrick P. P. Sweezy. P. Sweezy. Not going to say I'm the sensei because we're not in the, the dojo. dojo. We are in the studio, and I am the... What are you? Vibes cultivator here. Vibes cultivator at the studio. I love it. I yeah, love no, it. I cheated off that a little bit. I think of off uh, all the smoke podcasts or something like that. Okay, but we've got a great podcast for you. Uh, we've got the likes of Grace Ann joining the pod. So very very excited for that segment. Uh, happens right at the beginning. So enjoy that. We have a a moment with Patrick. Do you want to tell us uh, a brief overview of what we get into there? Just a quick little, you know, testimonial how I'm feeling after what went down this week. Um, great week for Evan, not a great week for me. Um, so just want to get get, get raw, you know, yeah. get raw, give you my emotions. Um, just a little peek behind the curtain. Yep, absolutely. And uh, we 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 get into the waivers. We get into the waiver. Hardly nowhere. Hardly, Hardly nowhere segment. Where we at the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated get a- analysis department dive into the notable waivers mm-hmm. and give you a breakdown of that. We also dive into the trades, very very fun topic to discuss and go over. We'll be monitoring those throughout the season. Then we get into the Danny Ainge and Blizzo Award, which Patrick you take you take the lead in on that one as you do so well with some strong takes. Really appreciate your your insight there. And then we get into review time. And as we as we kind of note at the end of this intro, we're seeing that the 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 review time is a long segment, and we apologize for that. But I think it's happened every single week. So with that, hopefully you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of things to enjoy this pod. It's going to be great. Yeah, let's do it. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Tuning in, this is the uh, Pump Fake Podcast brought to you in partnership with the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. Very, very excited that you join us for the Pump Fake Podcast. We are opening up our uh, Sneaky Sauce segment with the one and only Grace Ann Pumpelli. For those of you guys who do not know, uh, obviously. Benny P. Pump, your host here, and also host Patrick Pyramid with us as always. Peace, we say what up to the folks. What's up to the folks? And joined here by Grace Ann, who's going to be doing something for us, but I want Grace Ann to go ahead and say hello for us. Hi. Hey there. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Happy to be on the pod, yeah? Yep. Um, it's an honor, honestly. Yeah, I mean... Lifelong dream. It's on the bucket list. Yeah, check out the bucket list. Uh, Grace Ann, see, this is the thing about sneaky sauce, is the whole entire point is kind of get you to loosen up, get you all lubed up. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Maybe. Uh, no, Maybe I should leave the studio. Maybe I should leave the studio. That says. But I, I'm just going to break down the ice a little bit, and um, I'm going to take off the screenshot section for you. But tell us how why you were nervous to come on the podcast today. Can you tell us a little bit why you were nervous? I don't know a lot about football, so a hmm. little bit 
curious what we're uh, going to be getting into with this conversation. That's a great segue into what we're going to be getting into in this conversation. <laughs> okay, Grayson. Uh, Grayson, I have a question, and I want you to answer it honestly. Who is the more fashionable person in our household? This is a trick question. As or... you're dressed in a vest and <laughs> dapped out and everything, and I'm in PJs and a shirt, who is the more fashionable person? You. Okay. That's not... <laughs> it's you. That's You say the honest answer is... Honest answer is me. Now, why is it you? Because I know it goes together. Right. Right. Like, Do I know it goes together? No. Your patterns and yeah. your colors are yeah. always just all over the place. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that you wear your outfits with such confidence, but... I do that. Yeah. So you would say you have a general understanding of fashion and the concepts that usually run together, right? Correct. Okay. So what we brought Grace in on the podcast for, and I mean, why didn't just softball this up to Patrick? Patrick, do you think you're a fashionable person? No. See, I don't think that we have in our repertoire the ability to assess um, team jerseys and whether or not we think that they work or not. So we brought in Grace Ann to give us a uh, in detail what works, what doesn't work. That's going to be the first question. Does it work? Does it not work? Okay, and then we'll answer the why after. So we're going to get right into it. I've got a slideshow presented for her with a couple of different teams. Okay, so we're going to... Are you ready to start? Would you like to say the team name before? Like before I get into it, or? sure. And I'll share on the group meeting uh, all the team, the team that she's going to be looking to, and that looking through in that order. So um, she doesn't want this to take a long time, so we won't take up much time. <laughs> We're gonna get right into it. I'm going to swipe, and we've got the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Grace, I want you to look at that jersey and tell me: Does it work or does it not work? It works only because they've got the black in there. So, okay. the black and the orange, it works. Okay. Not my preference. Sure. Um, because I'm not a huge fan of orange, but I think with the black and the white, it's, it's not bad. Okay. I'll, I'll so, give yeah, it a thumbs up. A thumbs up. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the, yeah, the one out of five scale. If five was like, this is a fashionable jersey, and one being like, I would not put this on my dog. I'll give it a three. A three, right in the middle. Great. You know, whenever you're doing a stud finder, you like to calibrate the device by putting it in a place where there's not a stud. This is a great calibration test here with the Cleveland Browns. You also didn't pick, like, the throwback ugly brown jerseys, which is not what we're looking at. To all of our groupie, we will be sending these photos. You'll you'll know what we're looking at by the time you're listening to the podcast. I mean, that is black, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. You got it. Moving on to the next one. We've got the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, go ahead and take a look at that. Tell me, Grace Ann, does that work or does that not work? It works. It you works. seem a little hesitant. You see, because they're bright colors, it's yellow. It's hard to make yellow work and it's hard to make bright green work, but you say, you say it works. Yellow and green go together. They're complementary. When have they ever gone together? They go together? <laughs> Really? For a jersey, I feel like they go together. If I were not wearing those colors, you're not allowed to walk out of our house in a yellow, because that's just not a good look. I feel, I feel that. I feel that. I think that's (laughs) For our skin tone. So you're saying for the jerseys it works. For the jerseys, it works. Maybe a bias, just because you know that the Warfords like the Green Bay Packers. Is this a team we're not supposed to like because they like? Wait. 
truth be told, quick second here, we're supposed to be rivals. The reality is, I mean, I don't hate Green Bay. I want to win the division. We want to win the division as Bears fans, but I'm not going to get it all. I mean, would I put my daughter in a cheerleading outfit of this team over the Bears? No. No. Mm. So let's give it a one out of five. Two and a half. Very good. Very good. Good job. Five. Moving right on. Okay. To the Seattle Jersey. Oh my jerseys. Okay. gosh. These are the Seattle Seahawks. Again, you'll see the photo uh, posted in the group. Me and Grace Ann, tell me what you think about those neon green jerseys. It looks like a 10-year-old booger. <laughs> mm. Like faded. Mm. Like been to the wash too, been to the wash too many times. Yeah. And just, there's no contrast. Like where is another color? You see the navy blue in there? I, I can't even pay attention to the navy blue with... This is just hideous. Okay, so this question, a, does it work or does it not does work? It does not work. Okay, I mean, and rating one out of five? Zero. Wow. From right, me. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Going on to the next one, we've got the Atlanta jerseys. Go ahead and take a look at those. I think you're going to like these. I think these are, these are nice and sleek, very modern, this very This is like the, the first ones you showed me. Again, not a big fan of red. Wow. I mean, just not. But red or orange? Just kind of off the... They're just harsh colors. They're not, you know. Yeah, so you want more neutral out of our I want more neutral. Jerseys. Okay, interesting. <laughs> so does it work balance. or does it not work? It works, but I'll give I'll give it a three as well as the other okay. team. Go ahead and take a look at that next picture. Tell me, does that work or does that not work? Not the same team. <laughs> it's for you to decide. Is that brown or black? It's black. Maybe a, maybe a charcoal mean, gray. Hmm. Are they trying to be the same as the other team? For those of you listening at home, these are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers jerseys in comparison to the Atlanta jerseys. They're similar. Does I it work mean, or does it not work? I mean, it works. It's the same exact colors. Okay, good. Just testing your, testing your, uh, <laughs> uh, testing your, you know. I want to make sure that you're steady. I don't want you going all over no, the place. yeah. Checking your scale here. Patrick? Could you present these jerseys to Grace Ann in a, in a reputable fashion? Yes, we've got the Miami Dolphins jerseys. To be specific, it says it's a throwback uniform. It's not the team's first year. Um, didn't see that in the screenshot. But Grace Ann, does that work or does it not work? I do love teal. Oh, you do? Okay, we're getting into some territory But I do here. not like it with orange. So they're not subtle enough. And I just, they just don't complement each other. Mm-hmm. Now, I will accept these jerseys only because the orange is in a low amount. Mm -hmm. If they were wearing orange pants or whatever you call these clothing items in football. Yeah, I call them pants. Okay. If they were wearing orange pants, it would be a no. But the white works. But the white is good. Okay. Moving on to the next one. Uh, Patrick, tell me what team name that is. Yeah, it's going to be your Tennessee COVID Titans. This is a wonderful jersey. Wow. I mean, just amazing. This is a perfect example of complementary colors. They're on the same side of the color wheel. They're just a different shade. Wow. Okay. This is bringing a tear to my eye. And this is just wonderful. If I was taking family if I was taking family photos and they came in these complimentary colors, I would be ecstatic. Wow. Five out of five? 
Yeah. Oh. So do they work or do they not work? It works. Okay. It works. Mm, just That's his team. That's his team. That's my team. Uh, last but not least, final jersey here. I want to tell you <laughs> what Please. you think about this these is football jerseys. Not as bad as the booger one, but referencing the Seahawks jerseys from earlier. It just doesn't work. It's just. It's just. It's a, the green and the yellow from the Packers. Yeah. Somehow they're equally that, bold. So they they are. Kind of, uh, yeah. I'm trying to help you out. The blue and the yellow doesn't work for me. This one over on the side, the blue and the white with the yellow stripe, that works. That's enough. Yeah, that's where the yellow should be. Yeah, that should, that the yellow be... is just too much here. What about the blue one in the middle? There's not a lot of yellow. There's not a lot of yellow, but... I've been told time and time again, though, you don't want to be the Navy guy walking wanna... into the office. This is Navy like... Navy pants, Navy shirt. Yeah, do we do that all the time. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, this is too much. Yeah. This was the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, New Jersey. Jersey. I don't think we... So does it, it doesn't work? It doesn't work for me. One, one out of five? Yes. Okay. A lot of people agree with you. I think this, these are um, some very um, controversial jersey choices yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Grayson, thanks for joining the podcast. That's what we wanted uh, you here for. And, you know, it just goes to show you don't have to be a football expert to bring value and content to the league. So, Grayson, do you have any final words for the podcast listeners tonight, today? Happy to contribute to the culture. And I just, yeah, wish you all the best. Wow. Love that. Uh, Patrick, on this segment, do you have any final topics on jerseys? And are you thrilled about Titans being a 5 out of 5? I'm thrilled about their jersey, five out of five. I'm just hoping that we can see them on the field on Friday or th- or Sunday, either one. Mm-hmm. Might not be playing against a COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they look good. Mm-hmm. They look good. All right, that'll conclude our segment with uh, Grace saying thank you so much. Bye, babe. Thanks. Thank you guys for coming. It's really helpful that you're here. <laughs> I'm trying to get my boss to give me the new account. I just have to figure out how to sell sponges to men. What do I have? I have a... A blood-stained idea notebook filled with terrible ideas. I don't know what to do, you guys. Damn it. Spongy make wipey. I like that. Okay, please, I don't have a lot of time. This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna say the word sponge, and you guys are gonna say the first word that pops into your head, okay? Ready, one, two, three, sponge. Sponge. Yellow. Sponge. That's mine. Okay, let's just try this. We're gonna try this one more time, okay? Just clear your head, okay? So I'm gonna say the word, and you're gonna say the first word that pops into your head, okay? It might be sponge, don't say sponge. Sponge! Sponge. Damn it, focus! I'm sorry. Okay. Let's just try it again. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. I'm going to say sponge one more time. First word that pops into your head. Ready? One, two, three. Sponge. Sponge. Ah! Winston! Sorry. So much pressure, man. Okay. You know what? Let's, let's move on to Coach. Coach, here we go. You're the man of the group. You should be good at this. We're selling sponges to men. Ready? One, two, three. Sponge. Sponge. Why would you say it? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. come on. Come one on. Yeah, sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cake. What? Cake. Sponge. All right. So no. we, uh, we... I want to thank Grace Ann so much for being a part of the pod. I really appreciated her opening up that segment. Uh, with that, we are going to transition into uh, our testimonial with Patrick here. Um, a lot has happened this week. A lot has happened, and there's a lot to share. And Patrick, I just kind of want to give you the mic to kind of decompress, share, and kind of notify the Pump Fake Podcast listeners what happened last week. Sigh. It's a nice deep sigh there. I'm glad we had an extra day to catch up. I've been in a pretty deep, dark place 
fantasy depression. Yeah. Um, so I'm climbing out, climbing out of that hole. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, man. It was it was a rough weekend. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. When you score the second highest in a league and you still get spanked, it never the, feels that's good. The, it's the fantasy. I don't. Know, it's like the fantasy B slap. Mm, it's yeah, just like absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, and yeah, just top it all off. The Kenyon Drake conversation. Yeah, let's bring um, that up. Let's go ahead and get into that. Let's. I'm not trying to sidestep it. No, here. no. Um, if anything, you've been going through it. I've been going through it. And Evan's kind of been like, eh, I'm just gonna go around, yeah. kind of tiptoe, kind of. Yeah. Say what I say, not mm-hmm. have an opinion, just kind of sure. passively, just kind of. Hey, you said it. I didn't. No, yeah, it was rough. It was rough to watch. Um, it was unbelievable. It seemed like everyone in the world thought Kenny Drake had this the most plus matchup this week against the Carolina defense. Thought it was just going to be the breakout week. Yeah. And just nothing. Just absolutely nothing. So, official statement on Drake is, I don't know. You don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know what to do. You don't know. I don't know what to do. No, it's, it's just unfortunate because he is a player that just has, up to this point, sure, been of a huge bust. Huge bust up I mean, to this point okay. in the season. All right, I'm going to do what you do to you now. No, this is again. We haven't presented like we haven't presented this. This is something you wanted to bring up, but I'm gonna be as honest with you as I've been with Evan. You got to take a stance at this point. Like, are you still sticking to your guns? Drake is the guy, and he's gonna turn around and have a couple weeks with 20 plus, 18 plus, 15 plus, 15 plus would still be good. If he turns around and has fi- three straight games with 15 plus, I'd be like, he's still. I mean, he's a good running back. Like, it's proven that he's still solid. But what we've seen is that. Murray's still got every touchdown for Arizona, and if anything, uh, Drake's been subpar. So are you going to say he's trash and concede to Evan, and we'll just stick it up there and be like, Evan was right? Or are we going to say, well, it's too early to tell. It, it's, it's tough, because okay. here's where I am outside of the Evan talk with me. Um, outside of I'm that, to get through all that noise, as, a Dra- as a Drake owner, where I have to be is like, obviously... He has zero value. You can't trade him at this point. You can't just punt him off into the waivers. If you put him on the waivers, do you think someone would pick him up? Absolutely. Okay, just making sure. Absolutely. Just making sure. I don't think... That's the way I feel about A.J. Green. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little different. (laughs) No, but so I I can't completely punt him yet. Um, It's been disappointing. I have to hold on to him, and the unfortunate thing is he's supposed to have another plus matchup this week against Mm -hmm. against the Jets' defense. So it's like... I. At this point, if he does not produce next week, it's full tailspin mode. It's just like, what do we do? I don't know. I don't know what to do at that point. You just have okay. to start to consider benching him yeah. Two and then get to you. the waiver point. Are you in the worst fantasy position known to man? Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just, I, I wanted to agree with you here because being where you're at, like not just worse, like, okay, he has Drake in this scenario, yada, yada, yada. I'm talking about being a fantasy owner and having someone who has the upside and deserves a start, but you don't want to start him mm-hmm. because of what he's done for you. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, second question was, do you actually start him? Because a, I don't know, I'm not going to say a smarter, I'm just saying like maybe a more disciplined fantasy owner would say, all right, fine, like he's going to go on my bench this week. And if he does well, then I'll be able to use him for future weeks. But if he does not do well, then at least I'll fill that slot up with somebody who's going to give me points. What do you think about that? Not this week. Um, my approach is if he doesn't do it this week, then he has no way he's going to do it the rest of the year. Okay, That's the so way it feels. question for you. Is any part of this being 0-4, being the lone 0-4 team in the league right now? Ouch. So sorry. 
Um, is that playing a role into your gameplay at all? Are you going to try to play a long game to get out of the suit, or are you still playing a boomer bust? And I would say the boomer bust play would be playing Drake versus like, hey, he's still got the upside on playing him versus just taking an RB who's going to get some touches, and you know he's going to at least get you seven. So a Miles Gaskin. So you're saying, what, am I? Would I start Miles Gaskin over Drake this week? In the flex. In the flex. I can't. I can't do it. I have to. I have to start Drake. But you're zero four. So like, does that? Yeah, I am zero four. Thanks for bringing it up again. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> just, I just, you know, I gotta make sure it's not playing a role here. No, I. I just think you have to hold your guns. I think you can't tilt. I think I still have to remain hopeful for this season. I can still turn it around. What was Isaac last year before he went on his run? Was he 0-3 or 0-4? Oh, he was 0-3. 0-3. So I'm, I'm one week off of that. Yeah, you're fine. I'm one week off That's of that. Fine. Now, now Evan's I, trying to take the turn that we, we saw with Isaac. Is what another point two of why I cannot put him on the bench this week. Because if I did, and then he went off, then it's complete team collapse. If I put him on the bench this week, and he goes off against the Jets, it's complete team collapse. Not if you get a W without him. Well, I'm not going to take that chance. Okay, I'm right. not. I'm not getting because I would never. Yeah. Okay. No, I. I just. I'm in a spot where I have to play him. I'm not excited about it. I like his matchup this week. If he doesn't do it this week, then it's depressing. Okay. So, any final words on the Chase Edmonds Drake debate? Yeah, it's just it's hard to really. <laughs> on the Edmonds Drake, there's still that's still up in the air, right? Because Edmonds is not, as far as we know, taking the starting spot from him yet. It's possible. Fantasy doesn't correlate over to real life as right. drastically as we would think it would. Yeah. So, yeah. If I that mean, was that's... the case, then Edmonds would get the start. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe. It's not like he's been blowing any doors off either. Yeah. I mean, because there, there are excuses you can make for the game script. They went down early. They're not using them in the passing game. There's all these things you can use for Drake. So the question is, is Drake really just fat and slow and just terrible? Or are they not using him correctly and are they going to get more involved but i've been there i've been there i had him when he was in miami they said the exact same thing well miami sucked okay the cardinals actually have an offense that can move the ball all that i've seen is one person score touchdowns his name is kyler murray it's true no i'm just kidding but at the end of last season drake was doing pretty well with the cardinals so that's true so, I mean, this is the thing is maybe he's out of shape maybe he isn't he's overhyped maybe he is a bust it's looking that way at this point, but I can't bench him this week. We'll see what happens from here. Appreciate you being so raw. It's a sad place to be. Yeah, no, it's not, 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 not a good place to be. Um, but it, it just shaped up to be the perfect week for Evan. And we'll get into that later. We'll get into, we'll get that, into that later. That later. Uh, with that, we can move on to the next segment. Whoa, whoa, um, why are you taking back your lamp? I think you just answered that when you called it my lamp. No, man, squatter's rights. What's wrong? You still afraid of the dark? What? No. Because <laughs> if you are, I'll leave this behind. Okay, first of all, I'm not afraid of the dark. But if I were afraid of the dark, that would be a totally rational, adaptive evolutionary response. Good night, Winston. That's ridiculous. I'm not afraid of the dark. Good night, sweetheart. Unless the monsters get you. Wave her. Barely know her. Mm. Wave her. Barely know her. Mm. Wave her. Barely know her. Mm. Um, with that being said, me and Patrick, as a part of the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Conglomerate Industries Incorporated mm. Analysis Department, 
We're able to go in, review all of the waivers, every single one of them daggone waivers. And so what we're going to do here at the analysis department at the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated is we want to try to get better. We, we notice just from some of the comments, some of the reviews, um, there's been none, but <laughs> some of the comments that have been out there just making this up, that we need to improve on our waiver, our waiver analysis. Mm-hmm. Our analysis department really needs to pick it up. So with that being said, we've reviewed all of the information and we are going to talk to you about the only notables we saw for this past week. Now in this past week, we will be covering all of last week's and this week's. Now that we're doing this on a Wednesday. So we'll be able to break those down and get right into it here. Last week ago, if you can remember, seven days ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Time moves fast in the fantasy realm. Sure does. There was a pickup of uh, Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Jefferson, the backup or the the you know depth chart two wide receiver for the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings. He was purchased... For the crisp amount of, I've got it. I didn't write it down. I, I should have. That's that's go, next week we're gonna write them down. <laughs> Dang it. Next week we're gonna he, continue to improve. A crisp, a crisp bid of thirty-two. A thirty-two dollars by Scruff McGruff. Wow. Some would say that's almost a third of your fab budget. Now, if anyone has fab to spend, we all know it's Griffin. He's got a savings account built up. He's got a nest egg of fab. Apparently, he just gets gifted fab. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Anyways, Justin Jefferson. Uh, dropped McCole Hardman, 32, outbid the next closest person by 13. Mm. Did we and you even note, like, see Justin Jefferson as a notable? Yeah, yeah, I brought him up. Okay, good. Just yep. sure. And you said, actually, your words were, Thielen's the guy, Jefferson's the number two, this is a blip on the radar. Those were your words last week, if I remember correctly. Wow, and he's on my team now. <laughs> nice. Um, so big pickup. We'll get into trades later, and we'll be able to go a little bit more in detail about that. But we would say that was a great pickup from Scruff because we know now what he did. Mm-hmm. So we know now what he did and where he is. Yeah. Right. And, then and hopefully, you, and now the great news is that he's going to be an all-star receiver. So it's just crazy. Really exciting. Week to week, how things can change. From being a blip fantasy, on the radar man. to fantasy. being an Time all-star. Time moves extremely fast. Sure from does. week to week, you never know what's going to happen. Sure it does. Uh, next one is... Uh... Jimmy Grandpa. Okay. For a crisp... $18. Man, and he had a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. You see? Because yeah. there was... Wait. Um, oh. Well, how, ma- how many there other is... people... Just Let's break it down real quick. So <laughs> Let me look it up. How many other people bid on Jimmy Graham? Yeah. So I'm seeing there was... None. Oh, that's a zero. Zero. Oh, got it. Zero. Okay, so he could have won that with a bid of what? Well, he t- zero. Okay, but he bid what? 18. Got it. Cool. Uh, great pickup for Luke. Um, <laughs> like. Yeah, like. On to Cook. Mm. Interesting. So, Mo Alley Cox. Ah, Gigantor. <laughs> Gigantor himself. Um, you know, $17. It's a high price to pay. Love. But the good news is that he just outbid the next person. Wait, sorry. There's another one. Is it? It's so yeah. you're just missing these things sorry, at yeah. first. Yeah. No, he, there was um, zero people. Zero people bid. Yeah. So in theory, he could have spent zero. Zero and still got the guy that he wanted. Um, great pickup. Great pickup for Cook. Yeah. That is solid. Um, and then we, then we went to the, the next notable on that 
was the Rams. The Rams so D. So, Patrick, tell me a little bit about what went into this all-star bid of $9, just over 7 Just oh, outbid man. Isaac. Wow. Um, How many people was, bid on that? I, I actually, five, five. Five people bid. Highly contested. And you got nine. So you beat them out just by $2, and you got the Rams D, who went on to reduce a top four matchup with 12 points. Wow. So tell me a little bit about that pickup. What were you seeing? What did you like? And, yeah, I just saw a good matchup this week and even next week against the Washington football team. So it was two weeks of value right there. So nice. I just went ahead and went out and got them. Uh, real quick question here. How did you decide on the $9 price point? This uh, is what we all want to know. Is how do people internally rationalize that, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I hacked into everybody else's sleeper, saw what they were bidding, and I bid $2 more so it wasn't suspicious. Nice. That's, that's no, <laughs> no, no. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, it was a gut thing. It was a feel. You know, I was like, I, and maybe sometimes I put it in there and then I change it a little bit here oh, and there. Always, you know, it's like, do. oh gosh, I put a dollar. I think I started at eleven. Okay. And then I went down to nine. I was like, I don't know if you guys can spend over ten. So maybe if I just put in nine, I definitely have the waiver priority at this point. I'm the bottom of the league. It's good. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh huh. I wanted to note this one. We don't have it on the list here. But I wanted to see that Isaac, this is when Isaac dropped Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon. Um, to pick up Jeffrey Wilson, mm. who he said at the time in the group me was that it didn't show that McKinnon was playing. Right, yeah. There was so questions. he went ahead and dropped him, okay, which we'll come back and we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah. that was where it happened. Mm-hmm. And both him and Evan were interested, a $3 bid and a $2 bid for mm. the backup. Wow. And then, yeah, we, we'll see how that plays out later um but that was all the that was all the notables for that little season we go on to the or that little phase of waivers we we go on to the next one fast forward a little bit fast forward and we see the chiefs pick up from eric J. who picks up the chiefs defense for two dollars outbids scruff by two dollars so not a bad bid by any stretch of the imagination, and gets a Kansas City defense that goes off for 18, if not the leading defense this week. And solidifies the win. Gosh. Ooh, what we'll a pickup. We'll, we'll get that in the matchups. And then we also see that Evan goes back and picks up the very next day Jarek McKinnon for $1 from Mike Warford, who saw him. And at this point, I believe Jarek McKinnon was active, listed as active. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, quite the, quite the play. Quite the play there. Yep. I like I liked it. Um. So that was the Chiefs. We also had the pickup from Evan S. for Jarvis Landry Jarvis for Landry. a crisp zero dollars. I love that. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry, big name, dropped him off on my team earlier this year. Yeah, let him go, and then picked him up for zero dollars. And Jarvis went on to get fourteen with a passing touchdown, passing thirty yard touchdown. He saw it coming. He knew. He knew. He that knew Jarvis the juice had was thrown, arm, and that's why he, he knew the juice up. was getting loose. Love that. Love that about him. Uh, let's see. We we go into the next phase. Okay. And we don't see anything on that phase. I don't believe so. Right. I think we're fast forwarding. And now. we go all the way to our current most recent waiver. Nope. Not yet. What we see here is Mark picking up an Evan Ingram. Mm. For sixteen dollars, but the thing when you bid sixteen is mm-hmm. great news because you beat out a lot of competitors. Let's see how many competitors <laughs> were a part of this tight end pickup. Starting to see a quick. trend. Well, 
Dang it, did it again. You keep there, on. There is there is zero people. You keep getting confused yeah, with the interface. No, I, you keep thinking the, that it's a contested bid, yeah. but it's, there's nobody else there. Well, man. that's because I see the number so high, and I think, you oh, assume. obviously, because this person could have got him for zero dollars. That's spending sixteen. He must have assumed that there was. I see. Right. I see. So so Mark, fantastic pickup there, picking up Ingram. Uh, also notable that you did in fact pick up um, the. Oh, there we go. Sorry, scrolling the wrong way. Oh. Great Giants tight end pickup for you. Market $16. We move on. Mm-hmm. Evan got Jake McKinnon. We already talked about that. We'll get into the matchup later mm-hmm. on that one. So no other notables on that one. We, we go ahead and move on to our most recent one with Justin Jackson. Uh, $32. Most recent, or the, the closest bid to that was... 25 I think. 25 by Isaac. Let's talk about Justin Jackson real quick. Mm-hmm. Eckler goes down. Eckler's down. What are your thoughts on Jackson moving forward? Yeah, it looks like, I mean, at least, so Kelly's been having some issues. He's been fumbling a lot. So it's definitely going to be those two guys, you would think. And you would think Justin Jackson is going to at least be getting the passing work. So it seems like he should be the one getting the volume. Who knows um, which way the way it's going to fall. But you think at least he's got the baseline of that passing down work. It's good. Um, I don't know much about this circumstance, so I'm going to trust your opinion on it. The reality is that I think that the other running back is good, and I think that he's going to be fine out of the backfield and fine as the workhorse until Ecker gets back. I think this might be a waste of $32. As we've seen in the past, it's not saying that it's not worth the risk to go ahead and put it out there, mm-hmm. but we've seen in the past where someone's back up, someone's hurt, and you spend some money to go get the guy because he has enough ceiling to do it, and I just think this one's not going to turn out. But that's just my thoughts. I don't really necessarily know the situation there mm-hmm. in uh, the Chargers organization. Yeah. But Johnson was the next one. D. Ernest Johnson picked up by Isaac. The next closest bid was $12. When you get to these guys, I'm not really beating so many people up for how high they go. I think the highest that people can go this point in the game without like a Saquon going down or something like that. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to get above 40. There's no point to do that. Uh, these people going in 30, that's the, that is high. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're scratching the clouds there. Um, but I guess it's somewhat justifiable if you need your guys, so I'm not going to be mad at it. But Darius Johnson, the reality is that the Cleveland running backs have been going at it, and they are doing work. So having any piece of that backfield right now is a good idea. I love getting rid of Chris Thompson. Do I wish you could have saved yourself some money? Yeah, but who knows? Somebody else could have needed him. Do you think Dearness is going to be getting the work, or do you think it's going to be the Kareem Hunt show? I think this is going to be the Kareem Hunt show. Uh, I Listen, people are work, they're working the dual-back system. They're mm-hmm. working the dual-back system, and sometimes when you take out one of those wheels, the bike falls. Mm-hmm. All right, just falls. And that might be a situation here if he can't carry the load, but I like to think that Kareem Hunt, what we've seen in the past, again, not a great person, but very skilled running back. Mm-hmm. I like to think he's going to be getting some touches going to be good for the Luke Warford show. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, something like the Panthers' backfield, how Mike Davis was treated just like Christian McCaffrey, basically, and he's getting all that work. You're wondering if this is going to be the same situation where Kareem Hunt's role doesn't change and Dearness is still getting all the Chubb looks. So we'll see how it breaks out. I don't know, but we know that Kareem Hunt can lead a backfield and he can be the sole guy because we've seen him do it. It's true. With that, we move on to another notable here in Slayton by Mark um, as I kind of talked about earlier, he did pick up Ingram for a crisp $16, beating out zero competitors, therefore wasting $16 on what is a Giants 
Giants productive individual, a Giants skill player. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who does Slayton play for? Well, see, that's funny. Um, he plays for the Giants. And so there's a reason why nobody picked up Ingram. There's a reason why nobody picked up or really went that high on Slayton. He had mm-hmm. a most recent bit of five mm-hmm. by a very, very confident fat bidder in Connor Fulkerson, mm-hmm. probably testing his limits with a $5 bid there. Yeah. But uh, March is blowing off the top there and going 21 and getting himself some wide receivers and some New York Giants pieces because here's what we don't know that Mark knows. That Giants offense is about to take off now. Boom. Why? Yeah, why? It's not. Oh. So okay. it's ridiculous. But yeah. We move on. Uh, there was a pickup of Bullock. Ah. This is a notable one that me and you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because the position, okay, is a kicker. Yeah, yeah. And now he's a, he's a kicker for the, the Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. which good offense to pick because they can't seem to find the end zone. Mm-hmm. But we have two, and Mark, don't mean to ride you too hard here, but when we are putting $16 bids on kickers, you got to ask yourself some questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's the question that I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. In what realm do you think you would ever get to a point of bidding $16 for a position with a K next to it? Uh, oh, I think it's if I pass out and Mark or Cook still has the keyboard. I think that's, that's the only way I would. But $16 and you don't get your kicker. <laughs> you don't get them. I mean, I feel bad for Mark. He's out here trying to get his pieces. And he's getting all the crappy pieces, and the one piece that might have some success, mm-hmm. somebody comes up there, $16 bid, ties him, and beats him out. Yeah, that's crazy. Which, how does that work? Why in the world would Cook get the benefit on the waiver wire in compared to Mark? Cook has a better record, better points for, all those things. Why did a tie go to Cook? It could be that his waiver priority was spent on another bid he's placed in the past. I don't know exactly how it works. I would assume that maybe he won out a tie, or Mark won out a tie recently, and that's why he gets the, the jump there. Okay. Well, we see Tiz put in a solid effort with zero. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting that two people bid 16 on this kicker guy. Uh, do you think there's any part of collusion? Uh, it's very, very possible. Maybe, you, know, you know, maybe Cook also has the same uh, mental uh, or password access that you have. Maybe. Getting yeah. in the sleeper, doesn't want to make it suspicious, puts it right on the nose, doesn't yeah. want to waste any more $1 bids on mm-hmm. a kicker position, so he just puts it right on the, nu- on the number. Yeah. Well, Sutton, have you seen Bullock out there? He's got that big pot belly right before he kicked. Man, it's it's quite a sight to see. It's worth every penny of that fab to watch him out there on the field. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Number one rated kicker, so I guess that's how you get up to 16. That's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. That being said, we move on to... Here's an interesting pickup. Oh, here we go. And Joey Sly, also a kicker, but um, we see a $1 bid... From Connor F. Wow. One dollar. Just beats out like W. Um, what a stark contrast. Yeah, what a stark contrast. The Joey Sly pickup, one dollar. The Randy Bullock kicker, 16. Yeah. When are we going to run out of fab? Wait, at what point in this, uh, what week do you determine like, okay, people will have zero fab by this point? Are people not in the negative already? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in debt <laughs> to the... Uh, to the Fab Society. Collections. <laughs> fab Collections is coming for people. <laughs> taking pl- taking their IR spots and just snagging them. Yeah, the kids. Them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's funny. That's good. Any other waiver notables before we move on to our next session there, Pete? No, nope. I'm glad we got some good kicker analysis in there. Um, it's a good day when you can do that. Yeah, uh, I would say overall at the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Analyst Department, they would have been really, really pleased with our brief focus on the waivers. Yep, they sure are. I know they are. I just talked to them. 
waiver. Barely know her. If we leave right now, I'm going back to Caroline by 8 o'clock. Caroline? Yeah, I changed my mind. I move in. Yeah, and I actually don't even care about this truck. I'll come back and get it tomorrow. I said we just leave now. Sounds We're out good. of the desert. Sounds good. Here's my question. What's that? How are you going to get there? Uh, I think you're going to drive me. Oh, I don't think so. Wait, what? Why'd you come out to the what? desert? What? What are you doing? Jess. Jess! No! Come on! People, just please listen to me. Stop throwing your damn keys! The werewolves come out at night, man. I don't want nobody to eat me! I got thick thighs. I got a fat ass. Relax. We are in the middle of the desert, and nobody's going to find our bodies. Come here. What? You're having a nervous breakdown. Nervous <laughs> Moving on to the next segment, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about trades. We're going to talk about trades, man. And trades are fun to talk about because there was a bunch of them that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the first one that we need to discuss that is in order is, I think it's the trade between me and Griff. Seems like a good one to start with. Yeah, it's the first essential blockbuster, is what people are calling it these days. And again, we go back to the waiver for just a moment. We see that Jackson was picked up by Scruff for, or Jefferson was picked up by Scruff for thirty-two dollars, mm-hmm. and then went on to make him a part of this trade. And I don't have much to say. I want to get your opinions from an outsider looking in. The way that I'm looking at it is. I think there's a little bit of me that's tired with the quarterback situation. I just uh, was, I was just upset. And listen, I was like, I'm done with this. I've been in this similar position with tight ends before, and I seem to find myself in both of them this season. So, um, so with that being said, uh, I did want Dak because I do like Schultz, who's on my team, a tight end that's probably going to get some more starting time from my team because of what he's shown me lately. Uh, and... I am not – so one of Dak, one of that tight end combo. Tariq Cohen went down with the ACL. I think David Montgomery is good enough to get the looks out of the backfield and lead the, uh, lead the team in rushing and the, the workload. And then Justin Jefferson, I don't really believe in him. I know that he was just part of the trade. The reality is that, yeah, if Kirk Cousins is hot, he can find this guy. I saw him as a deep threat, just kind of a – but with all of the looks and targets that he's been getting, he's actually turned out to be a good one. Again, it changes a lot from week to week. I hadn't heard anything about him, but then whenever you go into a trade, you know where that goes. You look so deep into each player mm-hmm. that it's bonkers. So I looked in, and I wasn't mad at the targets enough to not go with this. On that note, I also didn't want to have Goff moving forward. As far as I was concerned when me and Griffin talked about it, I just threw Jared Goff in there as a... Um, I, I didn't even include him at the first part of the trade because I was like, he's just I'm just going to drop him because you don't want him. But he said, go ahead and give him to me. He had a good matchup, which I can respect. Uh, Adam Thielen, I do think he's like the top guy there, and maybe I just don't trust the consistency from Cousins. And in the final piece, Chris Carson, I just prefer David Montgomery over Carson. And the way that Chris Carson has been getting his workload has been through the air from Russell still throwing and not on the ground as much which comes back to bite me in the butt now against, albeit, Miami. So take that into consideration. And I knew that David Montgomery going into the Indianapolis matchup was going to be a grueling battle. I put it on the thing. I said it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Maybe Montgomery would get in the end zone, but I was going to start him anyways. He was going to be my guy. With that being said, he did have two rushing touchdowns, and uh, Chris Carson looked pretty good. Who had two rushing touchdowns? Chris Carson did. Okay, I thought you were saying Montgomery did, but Montgomery did not. No, 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 no. He did not do well. He did not do well. Which, again, I was definitely predicting that. But 
I, I, I adhere to all the critics out there that say that might have been a bad trade for me. The reality is that one week out, and we'll continue to analyze, is that my Dak Prescott, David Montgomery, and Justin Jefferson scored more points than the Thielen-Goff-Carson matchup, and that's with Thielen and Carson both going for close to 40-something. How many more points did you score? I think it was 13 okay. or 14. How does the fab figure into that? That is a good question. Uh, I will give it to Griffin. I'm- that what had happened, and he was honest with me, it was a very fair and honest like moment between the two of us. We're not going to swindle each other. Mm-hmm. There was no swindling going on in this process. Was he just said, mm-hmm. I just spent 32 fab on this guy. Mm-hmm. Could you help like alleviate that? To which I should have said no. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. But then your wall was sitting and on the he, coffee table and he said, eh. I, nah. I, I liked the pieces enough. I wasn't going to miss it because that was the thing. He said 25. I was going to say 15. And then we were going to meet in the middle. Classic negotiation. 20. Wow. And so whenever... I said, whenever he said 25, I was just like, listen, I'll do it for 25 because I'm not going to lose this deal on five fab because I like the pieces. So mm-hmm. that being said, I checked out 20 bucks, reimbursed him a little bit. And, um, and that was the story. So there's my side of it. Will we ever hear Griffin's side? Probably not because this is our podcast <laughs> and, um, we call who we want. No, I'm just kidding. We can maybe get his side later, but for now, uh, I can hear your side. Yeah. Yeah. And I, w- I want to go ahead and shout out the, um, the Scruff organization, great trade partners. We've been many trade talks with them. Honest guy. Good things to Honest say. Honest guy. Yeah, I've never been a part of yeah. a bad trade with him. Now, yeah. might be bad, like pieces for pieces, mm-hmm. but I'm just like I've never been a part of a bad transactional. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, with him. Yeah. So when I first saw this, I I did think I saw the fab wrong because I thought you should be getting the fab there. That's exactly um, I looked at it and I was like, whoa. He got me with the fab. I admit it. But I was, you know, I, it seemed to me... The fab jab. That's what I'm calling Especially, it. what did surprise me is especially after you had said that you thought Thielen was definitely still the guy and Jefferson was not the guy, and then you traded for him. I thought, man, was he making a long play here? Does he actually think Jefferson's better and he was making a play on the pod? Not, not smart enough for that. that. Not uh, smart enough for that. Oh, I will admit that. So, so I thought, yeah, you're getting an upgrade at QB. Um, you're getting, a, in my opinion, and we'll see how it shakes out. I right. thought a downgrade at running back and a downgrade at wide receiver. And then you spent 20 fab. So I definitely felt like he got the right end of the trade there. Um, I hear you and that you don't want to be streaming a quarterback every week and dealing with that nonsense. Yeah. I get that. Um, Much and, over it. And who knows if Montgomery could, you know, he could spark up, be a top 10 guy by the end of the year. Who knows? See, so with him going up this Thursday, I will say it's a Thursday matchup, but I've got a high scoring event between him and Tampa Bay. I'm very excited to sit down at my house. And watch that game tomorrow. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. Just sit down on my couch and watch Thursday night football. Now I will say, curses happen on Thursday. I don't find myself too often with Thursday night football games. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I will say with David Montgomery, I actually had marked him as somebody I was going to target after the Colts game. And so now he's with you. I have no chance of getting him because he's your guy. But it's just because I, I watch and listen to every single game. So. Right. Exactly. He's your he's your homer pick. And you've got him on your team. But I was targeting him. So I was going to approach Scruff this week before now. What did you anticipate a low-scoring event? I anticipated him to have another low-scoring against the Colts. And then I anticipated him to probably start taking off later in the season because Tariq Cohen's injury. The Colts D is legit. That's what I'll say. Like, I mean, when I saw the matchup, I was like, crap. That's part of a reason. Like, I really don't. There's hesitancy. If you would have heard our talk, like in my voice between the trade, because I was like, man, I'm gonna have to deal with a low week from him next week because mm-hmm. there's not gonna be more than three touchdowns for a team. Yeah, and that means that he might not get one. Mm-hmm. So I just whatever. 
So, okay. But we'll see. It seems like Jefferson's getting targets. It seems like, I mean, we'll see where Montgomery goes and Dak's solid. So, I mean, I definitely felt like at the time Scruff won the trade, to be honest. But yeah. you never know what's going to happen. And as Evan said. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Evan's Evan recognized and he's seen the history. He's read his history books and he's noticed. Mm-hmm. There's been plenty of trades that have been involved in. And yes, does it seem like a train wreck? Absolutely. But don't worry. Because the fantasy gods usually know what I'm up to, or they at least will give, catch me a break. <laughs> yeah. So the luck factors in. Yeah, the luck factors in. With that being said, let's move on to the next notable trade, which was Chris Godwin for Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And this is one that I want to kind of open up and let you express your opinions on. Um, we talked about the value of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. We talked about the value of the quarterback on a team with two quarterbacks, and now we see the number three Quarterback with an updated picture, mind you. Looks great. Looks great. Um, and we see him getting a injured, but not a bad play from the times that we've seen. We've seen a 10.9 outing and a 14.9 outing, outing of him when he has played. But an injured player with quarter, with Tom Brady at the helm. And... Um, I want to get your I want to get your take on what the value with the five dollars. Yes, okay. He paid five dollars, gave him a Josh Allen, and got himself Chris Godwin, which is going to be a playoff card down the road. Obviously, we're all smart enough to see that. What do you What do you think about the trade? I think this is exactly the scenario he was looking for. So he's got somebody that needs to win now. Yes, they've got an injured player with a lot of potential, and they need a piece right now that will make be a game changer for him. And then he gets somebody and he can he can weather this storm. Right. Godwin's injury with his record right now. So smart. So he can go out there and get a piece like this. This is top managerial stuff. This yeah. is top tier stuff. Not just like obviously credit to Cook. But I mean it's a classic win win for mm-hmm. both teams. This is why we play fantasy to see scenarios like this happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I just think that we hit the nail on the head with the value of a quarterback. You can't go out expecting to get third, second-round players out of a number one, number two quarterback right. on your bench. You just can't. Yep. And Cook's smart enough, like we said, he's not going to clog up his bench all season long. He's going to get rid of him. He's going to get while the getting's good. You got it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he got rid of him. Yep. I think a best-case scenario. Yeah, and I think from Evan's side, I mean, he, I was doing the same thing that he's doing. I was talking to people trying yes. to get – I was trying to trade away A.J. Brown last week, trying to get somebody that would play this week. So uh, he was doing the same thing I was doing, and he ended up getting Josh Allen, and I think that was a good move on his part. It wasn't a game-changer for him this week because both quarterbacks he had scored within three points of each other. But Josh Allen's obviously better than Matt Stafford on the year at this point. So Yeah. We'll see if he's a top-eight quarterback. We'll see. But another good, notable trade. Trades, would you say easily the best part of fantasy football? Are the what? Easily the best part of fantasy football? Absolutely. I love Outside of the championships? Outside of just winning championships and draft day yeah. itself. Trading yeah. is one of the best parts, for sure. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We'll move on to, I think, the last trade. And it is, as you mentioned before, Matthew Stafford for a whopping 7 fab mm-hmm. from Isaac. Um, yeah, just kind of recouping, adding some funds to that fab budget. I think a good managerial move. I think there's not many times that we get to notice Evan for good managerial stuff. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and make a move. Giving yourself an all-star quarterback, someone who can drop 40 on a given Sunday. I wonder if any part of that was him hoping Josh Allen didn't have a down week and Matt Stafford goes off, and then Matt Stafford's sitting on his bench. Do you think any of that played a part into it? Don't give him enough credit for that. I do not. <laughs> That's a lot. I would. I would give him credit for that. 
Well, yeah, I guess you could have just dropped in theory just right there. Like, boom, done. I got my quarterback. Got my quarterback. I don't want Stafford blowing up on my bench and then hearing about it, so I'm going to go ahead and trade him away. That's what we were kind of talking about earlier. You keeping uh, Drake on your bench and then making moves. But it's a patient play, and it's a play that I think uh, Evan could afford to do because it's not like there's many pieces on his bench anyways. So right. yeah. just go ahead and keep what you got. And Isaac had to go get Stafford just in case Pat Mahomes didn't play the Patriots last week, yeah. so that's what his move was all about. There. That's good. So, so. recoup some, recoup some fab, got himself... A, uh, a good QB, and I'm not mad at $7. I think you could have got a little more, but mm-hmm. especially with somebody in need. But yeah. that is good stuff. All right. And we, uh, for the listeners back home, you don't know what just happened, but we may have forgot about this final trade. We hopped in a time machine. Hopped in a time machine, threw it in reverse, and as you get to the conclusion of the pod, you will see when we found out that we missed this trade. That but, was the moment when he knew. Yeah, that's a good commercial. <laughs> I I don't know which one, but I just can't remember what kind of commercial it is. Uh, when he knew. Yeah. Okay. Tyler so, Lockett. Give me the details. Give me the dirty deeds. We've got Connor F. and Mark. Yeah. Um, Tyler Lockett from going on to Connor's team for Michael Gallup and James Robinson. So, so yeah. So, basically, Mark is selling Tyler Lockett. At a very high point, yeah. Tyler Lockett's been going off. James Robinson's been great. Michael Gallup's, a, you know, he's solid. Um, the Cowboys receivers, you never know which week who's going to be getting it. But yeah. um, and I think that's, I mean, it's another one of those. I mean, I, I, it's either we're evolving as a league and we're getting better. You know, the thing is, it's a win-win. I think it's just one of those. Like, Mark can afford to let go of a big piece in place of two medium pieces with some pretty good ceilings. And Connor can afford to ship those guys off in the idea of getting a top tier player. Yeah. It's no. crazy to note that, you know, James Robinson is right now he's a top six. Yes, I running love back. This. I love that analysis because I think that that's showing Connor's angle on him. He's saying that's not that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. If anything, Connor sees the comment that was made about selling high, good job, Mark. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking to himself, Good job me. Yeah. <laughs> good job me selling high. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. And I think those are the takes that honestly make and break fantasy seasons now. Do you trust Connor's reliance in a top-tier wide receiver and lock it? 13, 16, 32. His last week, we do not know. We now know, hindsight, obviously, 2020, but yeah. got less than five. But, I mean, do you trust Tyler Lockett moving forward? Yeah, I do. I think that he's been the number one. I do think DK Metcalf, you know, he gets he's got he's done better than I thought he would this year. I thought DK Metcalf... Would not be getting the opportunity that he has. I, I listened he, to he, a podcast about freak athletes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you have a handful. Okay, there, yeah. there, there, there's a group of them out there, just freak athletes. Yeah, your Metcalfs, mm-hmm. just genetically, just they're monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cordell Patterson plays for the Bears. Mm-hmm. He was noted in there. Now this is the thing. Yes, Cordell Patterson is another one of these guys. He's so fast, and he's two hundred plus, and he's shredded. He's a great return person. Well, I say great. He's our return person. And (laughs) the thing is that this is the take, though, is that you just want to have these guys. Now, the reality is that I don't think anybody should be wasting any fab or doing anything to go get Cordell Patterson. But when you have a freak athlete on a football field, you got to get him. Yeah. I just love that you went from saying he's a great return person to all the way down to, well, he's ours. Well, he exists. (laughs) 
he's a he's a return person that breathes. I'm I'm as unbiased to acknowledge that all the stuff that I listen to about Cordell Patterson is through a Bears lens, which is like all the comparisons of Devin Hester and all this, that, and the other. So that's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to acknowledge that and say that's a lie. So, but he is a freak athlete on a football field, and when you have a more athletic freak than all the other freaks out there, then it's just worthy of having. And so that was what this guy's take was on uh, the DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. and that's why he was like, "You gotta get him." It's so interesting, that, you know. If, as soon as he gets Lockett, he has a terrible week. It's just bad luck, I think. It's bad luck. Ultimately, uh, with that, I do want to say. I've never been a big fan of Lockett, hmm. personally. Uh, he had an interesting year last year, uh, just with, you all right? Yeah, I get a little fly buzzing around the studio. Fly, yeah, a little fly buzzing around. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, he had some injuries early, <coughs> and that kind of kept me away from him. I'm looking back through the 2017, 2018, 2019 seasons, and I'm just seeing, you know, you got your 10, 12, had a 26-point outing, 7, 12, 10, 14, 13, 33-point outing. So it's almost like he's got this low, like he's got this high floor. Mm-hmm. He's, in, he's in the middle of the staircase between first floor and second floor, mm-hmm. and he just kind of sits there, and it's nice to have those. And then he has the, the cap to kind of blow off, but those are really just the games of Russell. All this to say, I, I've never been big on Lockett, but he has he, proven over that analysis, that quick analysis from the Pump, to, Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated analysis department that he does have a high floor and then a high ceiling. So it's worth it's worth a good stab. And I, he definitely shores up his team. And this way, he also gets rid of the players that he can't all play. Mm-hmm. So getting rid of some of those bench pieces, which I thought were good pieces for Mark. I just think it's a it's another win-win and a good managerial move by both parties, somebody who needs to win now and somebody who can, who can weather a storm for a little bit. Yeah, keep an eye on it the rest of the year. It's worth noting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so will that wrap up our trade? That should wrap them up. Trader. Hardly know her. Hardly know her. Can I share something with you, man to man? Oh, I'm. You have to promise me you will not laugh. Look, I'm, you're not talking to Nick here. I'm talking to Schmidt. Schmidt, I think I'm getting my period. Okay. This is a real thing, okay? I looked it up on the internet. It's called uh, sympathy PMS, right? Now, apparently, this is an affliction that men suffer from all the time. And I'm, <laughs> I don't know how it happened, man. But somehow, I got on that woman's cycle of menstruation. And I got that menstruation inside of me. Winston, men can't get their periods. Where would they put the tampon? Hey, are you calling me stupid? You're doing a stupid, okay? You jack face butt. Uh, so we want to jump into the Danny Ainge and Blizzo Award. This week, wanted to hand those out. I have some very, um, they're not very notable. Uh, I don't have much of an opinion on mine. I'm just going to state them. And then I want you to go ahead and state yours. And then you can actually tell why. Uh, I am going to give the manager award of the week, superstar manager, Danny Angel Award, to Evan Chaclet. Well done, Evan Chaclet. Wow. Round of applause there. Golf clap for you. That's who I give that to. Um, sorry that it was over you, Patrick Peak, But a great outing from him. Great manager moved all around that week. Just go ahead and solidify a much-needed W to prevent himself from going on four. And then I'm going to give my Blizzo of the week to, drumroll please, 
tie between Isaac and Connor. It's a tie. Yeah, they share a tie. Yeah, it's a tear. It's a, it's a tie. Nick they they Nick. tie between the two of them. It's it's Isaac. You can't go out and score seventy three and not get Blizzo of the week. Is there anything that you could have done about it? Absolutely not. But you're gonna get called a Blizzo whenever you put out seventy three point four four points. That's just it. And then uh, Connor, I think might actually be more of the um, Blizzo of the week, just based on. I mean, you did have Ronald Jones on the bench. I don't know how you could have brought yourself to play him. You did have a 19.4 outing from the Taquan Smith, uh, Traquan Smith. I mean, you could have found a way to get them in the roster. Do what I would have done it? No, the way with Den- <coughs> Henderson's been playing, with the way that, I mean, yeah, Justin Taylor's been playing, and Josh Jacobs. I don't think that Jonathan these guys Taylor. find whatever. They don't find the roster. Lockett, obviously playing out of his mind. Tyreek Hill. You had him as a backup in case something bad did happen. You had Trickle and Smith listed in there. I don't see how these guys find a spot. But, you know, when you put, you know, that you think Kyler Murray's going to go off for 42, Josh Jacobs, 31, uh, Jonathan Taylor, 30, uh, Ty- uh, Tyreek Hill, you know. There's a point total of like 230 points, something yeah, like that. Yeah, if you are going to do that, then, and you, then you drop a whopping 98. Listen, man, I'm losing my respect. I'm losing my respect. Wow. And, um, and I just, I just, I think that. You get the Blizzard of the Week tied with Isaac. Oh, okay. My Danny Ainge Award of the Week, and we did prepare these separately, but my Danny Ainge Award is also Evan. Has to be. It is not my pleasure, but it is my duty. Yeah, nice. It is my duty Good job, to bestow, bestow the Danny Ainge Award on Evan. You know, yeah, I'll clap there. There it is. It's a clap. The McKinnon pickup, the Landry pickup, knowing he was going to throw the 30-yard bomb. He knew it. He saw the juice coming. Even the Mike Davis pickup went out and got him when Christian McCaffrey got injured, and they've been using Mike Davis just like he's Christian McCaffrey. His team just blows up. He's got a Frankenstein team of people that were dead on the waivers early in the season, and he's pieced them together. (laughs) And they blow up for, I think, I believe it's top two score in the history of the league. Oh. So it was. That's crazy. Yeah. And so to be on the other side of that, it's disappointing. Yeah. But you have to give props where it's due. He made a lot of great moves this week. You Look can't, at that lineup. You can't ignore Look it. Look at that lineup now. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year I was going to lose to the top scorer of the week with scouting running backs Mike Davis and Jarek McKinnon, yes. I would have slapped you in the face. Oh, my goodness. I would have slapped you right in the face. Jerry, Kittle just doing his thing on Sunday. Kittle. It was just, oh, gosh. That was just salt in the wound at that point. It, it really was just was. rubbing it in. Um yeah, this is disappointing. So, yeah, I got to give it to Evan. Made great moves, put a roster together that would win. And, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. A lot that. of respect earned from the podcast members acknowledging that you are giving the manager of the week to your opponent. So It's, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. And that brings us to the Blizzo. Lot, thought long and hard about this. Okay? Only surprise that you could say is that it's yourself. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who the Blizzo is. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's Patrick P. No! The Blizzo of the Week is Patrick P. <laughs> I literally had him. I was like, he's not going to pick himself. He's not going to pick himself. Wow. It's top two points on the week. Couldn't get the win. And here's why I need you guys to listen. This is important. Okay. I'm, I'm okay? It up. I'm ready. This is important. When people score a lot of points, they count it bad luck. They lose to the next highest point, sure. But you have, you have to field a lineup that beats your opponent. You're not going against the rest of the league. You have to fill the lineup that beats your opponent. I couldn't do it this week. I'm a blizzo. 
<laughs> you can't go out here and outscore your opponent. You don't deserve to win. Wow. You're going to get a Blizzo if you lose. That's it. I lost. <laughs> End of story. I'm did the Blizzo of the week. You, uh, did you put that speech together? Uh, part of that was um, written. Part of that was off the cuff. Amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, how did you feel whenever you saw that? And this is one thing I do want to make notable for the podcast. As I was listening to last week's, I heard you. When I go to sleep at night, <laughs> when I go to sleep tonight, when I wake up or I go to bed thinking they get the touches, they get the volume, they will produce. They Talking get the about, volume, they will produce. They will produce. They will produce. Mm-hmm. Mixon and who else? And Drake. And yeah. Drake. They get the volume, they will produce. <laughs> they get the volume, they will produce. And so for you to see a... 41 point outing. Oh my goodness. For Mixon, you're like, they get the volume, they will produce. They get the volume, they will produce. Obviously, not for Drake. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so you, must have, you must have just been like. Man, yeah, it finally came through for Mixon. I mean, yeah. wow. I watched that whole game. I could not believe it. Really? And then Drake just, man, just, just crapped the bed. Just disappointing. Yeah, so we're halfway there. On they get the get the volume they will produce. He did not get the volume and he did not produce this week, Drake. But Mixon did. Um, so yeah, it's it, yeah, but it is disappointing. You know when you put up that many points from basically two players. So this is strong. Yeah, yeah. strong uh, Danny Ainge and Blizzo of the week awards from you. I appreciate you bringing such a strong presentation. Yeah. It just comes from the heart. And with that being said, we we wrap up that segment and uh, we can go ahead and jump Forget into. It, I'm done. I'm not getting a teaching job. Mm. Just can't go back out there, you know? No, I feel you, Jess. I took a sick day. I just stayed at home and did a watercolor of mountains. So you're going to get this, like, every month? I mean, it's a, it's a possibility from all the information that I've read on the internet that women like you are the alpha. What? You're like the powerful moon, and all the women in your life are just latched on to your cycle. Well, in my case, grown-ass man. Oh, yeah, good news. The gang's all here. You guys just PMS Not in the mood today. Don't really feel like being yelled at, so what I'm gonna do is go ahead and leave because right now I'm feeling very fragile. Our review time. Review time for kids. Oh boy. Yeah, so get out your books, get out your pens, get out your pencils. Reviewer. We're gonna... Hardly know her. Well, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, So, we can review last week's, tally up our scores, talk about those matchups, and the matchups to come. Are you ready to do that? I am so ready to do that. With that being said, we talk about last week's matchups. We jump right into the Connor F and the Tiz matchup. Okay, so let me get there. Okay. Now that I'm there, a I picked Connor. You picked Connor. Mm, zero points. Zero points for both of us. Uh, let's see. For our notables here, we had... Oh, my gosh. Almost tipped the whole thing over. Um, time for Tiz to lose. I just thought it was time. It's it's obviously not. He's 4-0 now. And uh, you had Tyreek Hill blowing up. I'm not sure either one of those things happened. Surprise, surprise. The Chiefs being held to that many points in the first half. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Tyreek killed, you know, 64 yards and a touchdown, so he did not blow up. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. We were both wrong. Mm-hmm. We move on to Luke and Alex C. I went ahead and selected Luke for this matchup. 
you went ahead and selected Alex C. So point for Patrick. There's you keeping count at home. He is now down two as of that pick. I had Jones and Diggs going for plus two. Jones or plus twenty. Jones did indeed mm-hmm. do that. Uh, Diggs did not make it up to 20, but what really hurt the Luke matchup here was Eckler going down early, only securing 2.1 points for him. And Drew Brees just seemed to be off his game. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in Luke's position, are you keeping Drew Brees? Yeah, he's, this is one of those players. You've got to wait just a little bit. I mean, what, what's his other option? What's he's earned. He's earned your patience. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've, got, you've got to stay in the flames. Maybe at some point you can... I mean, if it's a bad matchup and you can stream somebody else, at, at this point I would. Yeah. But, yeah, you've got to hold on to Drew Brees for now. You had Cook uh, with a plus 35, got almost 30. That's less than 35. Sorry, less I than I said 35. Russ was going to get less than 35, but he was still going to win. Gosh, I am not good at those. And I said Gordon was going to get plus 20, and Gordon got 27. So and That's why I screwed that. Nailed it right on there. You saw it. Finally nailed one. Called your shot, picked it. I thought you were going to give yourself another point. Another point for <laughs> nailing all my, all my takes. Boop, yeah. boop, boop. <laughs> uh, Mark and Isaac. Oh, gosh. Dang it. I picked Isaac. You picked Mark. Um, oh, wow. So you get yourself another point there. Boop, boop, boop. I, 15 plus Isaac's core. I think I was talking about his wide receivers. Uh, honestly, he crapped the bed in every single capacity there, so I was completely wrong. 15 plus... Isaac Core. Isaac Core. It's his core players. His, his, I think it was his wide receivers. Yeah, it was Hopkins, Woods. Um, wow, he only had, outside of his quarterback, he only had one player in double digits. Yeah, that's how you crap the sheets. That's how you do it. Um, wow. So, I lost that one. You were able to see 15-plus for wide receivers as a unit for Mark. 15-plus for wide receivers as a unit? Well, they definitely did that. Yeah, this seems like a low bar. It doesn't even seem like a take. 15-plus? Mm. Maybe 15 Plus Isaacs. Oh, that's Isaac, right. Yeah, 15 was, yeah, plus that's Isaacs, exactly which definitely what happened. You definitely yeah. called that, and you got it. Wow, look at this. It's crazy. Man, you're on fire right now. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. So good job. Another point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. With that, I'm still up one, but we're, we move on to the, the back half of the, the league play from last week. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Griff. Kevin and Griff, we both picked Kevin, so not going to be any mm-hmm. points getting here. No points. Uh, Dallas, Cleveland, blowout. And uh, Zeke, Greg, and Lamb. Greg? Is that Greg the Leg? Oh, maybe it was. Greg, Greg Zerling had yeah. two points. Uh, what call for? But I did say Lamb. I said Lamb was going to have a big game. I just, had okay. tr- I just had all the pieces of Cast- Dallas having big games. Yeah. Which, I mean, they did. Uh, did and I didn't realize at the time that I was going to be benefiting from that. Benefiting. And he didn't even play Lamb, and Lamb did blow up. He didn't even play him. I would love to go find me a trade for Lamb. That Mm -hmm. is for sure. Uh, Just shouts out, I do have both of your handcuffs. We talked about it during the uh, UK football game. If you are trying to get rid of Lamb for a handcuff, I'm your man. (laughs) I'm the man. Uh, maybe some fab. I'll throw you some fab or something. Yeah, Kevin, just talking to you, man. Just I've done it before. Don't mean I can't do it again. 70, 80 fab. Uh, but yeah, you didn't have mm-hmm. a take. I think on Kevin Griff's matchup, you just said Kevin's gonna. Uh, I just had a feeling I was probably gonna be wrong about that one, and I was. So there it is. My yeah, take so was we perfect. Were both wrong, and I needed Griff to lose that game. Going into the Monday night matchup, what could have happened was that Kelsey could have had a blow up game, and theoretically caught up and beat uh, the receiver believers. 
What also happened was great managerial play by receiver believers Griffin for plugging in Gurley and playing your doubtful player in the flex spot so you don't lock in a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just some notable plays. Good managerial stuff there to go ahead and solidify the victory and uh, and go up at the top of the Triple T division. That's right. So we move on. Ben and Eric J. I picked Eric, and you picked Eric. <laughs> so both points for us. Uh, it's very. It's worth noting that, yes, I did not pick myself. I didn't realize I was going to lose in such a loser fashion. Mm. But with Elaire being not getting the job done and mm. the Chiefs defense doing exactly what they needed to do, a.k.a. scoring a defensive touchdown, that's what you need to do to win matchups, especially when you're going up against the running back and all you have is the defensive spot left. With that being said, I do want to ask you a question. I present this to you. Is Hilaire a bust? Uh, what's he ranked at right now? Top 12? I, for where he's drafted at, you, he would be considered a bust because you drafted him top five. He's my number one pick? Yep. Um, so, yeah, for right now, he is. As of right now. Yeah. He can still turn it around. But, yeah, as of right now, for where he's drafted, he's a bust. What it takes for me moving forward with the Las Vegas matchup, the Buffalo matchup, is I really do think we've got to have plus 20 points in these matchups. Like, just to – you just have to. Mm-hmm. I just think that's – if you're if you're as good as good as advertised, I think that you do. And I think that he'll do it, so I'm going to hold on to him. But I will be lying to you if I haven't teased the thought of trading him around. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, we were both right on that one. Uh, I crapped the bed. I called my shot, and mm-hmm. – I said, yeah, I said I called it one week too early that Jackson and Andrews were in combined for 50-plus, and wow, they had right over 50. Man, you're on it today. Somebody, Another point? Yeah, <laughs> somebody get Patrick. Wow. Get a, uh, get a, get a, get a, what do you got? Yeah, get, hose me off. Fire extinguisher, that's yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool them down a little bit. And then the final mm-hmm. matchup, Evan and Patrick. I won't talk about it. Uh, we both had Patrick getting the dub because it didn't look like Evan knew what a win was. Yeah. So at this point, we both look like idiots. Uh, you yeah. did have Drake <laughs> going for 20 plus. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that he didn't gets happen. the volume. <laughs> he, he will, will produce. produce. Yeah. If you would have said Mixon, that would have been crazy. What if? Yeah. Only if. So that cools you off a little bit no, right there. I did not see Mixon. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. I thought he might have 15 at best. Okay, so um, with that, our conclusions. We are, I'm plus one. Plus one for the season thus far. So for those keeping score at home, got off to an early start. Patrick's slowly creeping up on me right now. Gained some ground with my deep analytics. I've been filtering through, rifling through night after night to get these matchups right. So yeah. uh, with that, we go into our sticky review of a, still a part of the weekly review segment, but we need to review the sticky notes. Did you take a picture of the ones before? Not that they're worth even going over, but I just want to take this time now that if we have any more post-its, let's go ahead and post them. Of course I did, Ben. I, of course smart. I did. We're man. not in the dojo. We need. No, you did give me the reminder to do that. I wasn't thinking about it. We are in the but studio. I did. We're in the studio. We're not in the dojo. So I took a picture of the sticky wall, and let's just go through them real quick. With that being said, I do want to say something. It is Wednesday. We are recording this pod for all of our listeners in... I want to give you an update on some things that I saw from our listeners. Oh, wow. Yes. Clue me in. I will clue you in now. That is that our analytics has listeners as recent as last week. United States, we've got some listeners there. That's great. Isn't that crazy? That's great, man. What a global reach. Yeah. Ireland, United Kingdom, Germany, Puerto Rico, and Singapore. 
Singapore. Who is listening in Singapore? Wow. Singapore. I can't believe it. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, it is crazy. Uh, and we do have, on the Pump Fake Podcast, all together, 562 plays <laughs> and an audience estimate of 32, which is crazy to me. 32. That's triple the league almost. Triple the league. It's just so funny. With that being said, I do think it's worthy of noting when we record, so I think what we'll do now is next week will be Tuesday night, I think, because I don't have Bible study that week. Okay. And the following week will be Wednesday night because I have Bible study every other week, mm-hmm. Tuesdays. So it works out best for us to do it Tuesday night when I don't have Bible study and then Wednesday night after your Bible study. That's just how it works. And yeah. so when we do Tuesdays, we end up in the dojo, your place. Mm-hmm. And when we do Wednesdays, they end up in the studio at my place. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Yes. So for all our listeners, why the podcast is coming to you maybe a day later than usual is because I had Bible study last night and I couldn't have done it. No, couldn't have done it. Couldn't have made so it So now we're in the studio getting it done. Now we're in the studio getting it done. And then, yeah, so next week we'll have a shorter waiver section then because the waivers won't have hit and we've already talked about this week's waivers. Just thought about that. Something to note. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Rid my hands of those. I hate talking about the waiver. And then the next really. week we'll have a double waiver. Double waiver. Oh, gosh. Every two weeks we're going to have a double waiver hot yeah, spicy so maybe nugget. Yeah, into a rhythm maybe that you can begin to understand. Yeah. It's just for our listeners, you need to know that. I'm a little structure here. So with that, we move on to the sticky reviews. I think we noted before that we do have some sticky notes to stick. Mm-hmm. And I've got the sticky notes ready. And I wanted to see if you were on it. Do you mm-hmm. want to review our previous sticky notes and then add, or would you rather stick and then review? Uh, let's go ahead and add, because we only have, really have one, I think. Perfect. What is that review? Um, I, so this Who's is... Who's it from? It's from Evan S. Did it have a meme? Of course. It had a SpongeBob meme of him sleeping easily in his bed, tucked in... As we all do when we get a W, a well-deserved W. After his first W. Playoffs are all but assured. Post it. What did he say? Oh, he said that. What did he say after that? Playoffs are all but assured. Post it. Post it. So are we considering this a guarantee is yeah. the question. Um, no, we're not considering it a guarantee. Oh, earlier you said yes, definitely. So I'm Sorry. interested to hear uh, your thoughts now. Change it up here. I think an Evan Shackle guarantee is what it is. Mm-hmm. He And he usually doesn't do that on a long play. I think it's more of a short play. Mm-hmm. Like, I guarantee somebody's going to do this. I guarantee I'm going to get a W. I guarantee that mm-hmm. fill in the blank. I don't think it's an Evan S guarantee. I think yeah. this is a stick it. Which he used mm-hmm. the wrong terminology. He used post it, mm-hmm. which we use sticky notes. There's no post involved in that. Sure. So, with that being said, stick it. So, these aren't post it notes. These are sticky notes. I mean, you tell <laughs> me what it says on the back of that thing. It says post it. I just, <laughs> what's it called whenever you, like, you're living in a reality that you've dreamed? Deja vu. Deja vu. I just had deja vu. I'm living in it right now. I wonder how long it's going to last. Do you know what's going to happen next? No, it's gone. Crap. It's gone. But that being said, Evan S. is right. He said to post it, he not to stick it. it. I would like to <laughs> everyone else from here on out, use whatever effing terminology you want. Just I make like sure s- that we know what you're trying to do. And I think post it is determining enough mm-hmm. to say he wants us to know, post it and review this every week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Stick it's also good because it's very aggressive. I think so too. So playoff. Evan. On a shot. He called it after the W, correct? After the W. He was one and three at noting. Consider it stuck or post. Consider it posted. Consider it post it id. Where can I put mine? 
Um, pretty bad. I mean, um, I guess I should put them on the wall, shouldn't I? In your closet? I should probably take it with me. I should probably handle this like a running back. Perfect. Secure the bag. Secure the goods. With, uh, is there any other post-its? Any other no. tickets? I did not see any. If, if anyone feels we missed a take you made this week, go ahead and shoot it over to us. We'll get it stuck. We'll get it posted. We'll stick it in there. But I didn't see anything that I, that I screenshot. Very good. Week. Let's take a quick review then of our, our post-its at the time. Yep, we've got Benny P. Uh, he has Goddard and Ertz take. That Ertz is getting 115 receptions, 7 touchdowns. That Goddard's getting 56 receptions, 3 touchdowns. Goddard has been injured. Hopefully he'll be back soon, in my opinion. And um, I don't know where Ertz is at currently, but I don't know if he had a good game last week or no, not. he didn't have a good game. Yeah, I don't remember. Gosh, I just don't know what to do with him, so it's my frustrating piece. Yeah. Could have had Mark Ingram instead of him. Could have had Mark Ingram instead of him. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on. Um, then the highly contended Chase Edmonds that we don't necessarily really have a take on. All we really put on the wall was that I'm saying that Chase Edmonds is not getting a starting job by the end of the year. I took off the injury clause. Here is the thing. What you are doing to yourself with not making a take, talking to you, Evan S., is reaping the benefit if when Chase Edmonds does start... You don't get the full like pleasure of that. I feel it's too late now, though. I mean, because we've seen the crap that week. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, even at this point, like if you're not making a take about Chase, Chase Edmonds taking the starting back after what we've seen from Drake, then when it happens, we still cannot go back and say Evan S said he would, and like all of that. I told you so. Energy, mm-hmm. you don't get any of it. Right. You just get like, oh yeah, I guess he saw that Chase Edmonds was a good pick and a good value, at- and that Drake was a bust. Yeah, I mean that's just not you just. Evan, you've, you're missing an opportunity here to just state your case and be con- just. But you're riding a hot wave right now. Just add to it, man. But I just feel like it's too late, though, don't you? Don't you feel like yeah, it's too late agree. to make I that agree. stance At this on point, Edmonds it now? Would be, um, if he would have really committed to it before the big poop bed week, right. he could reap the rewards. But now it seems like everyone in the world is saying that now. But on the opposite side, if Kenyon Drake he gets the volume, he gets the points, and he goes off for twenty points, then. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he does it. I'm, I'm holding to my take that I think yeah. he's going to hold the job for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm holding to that. Which Evan does deny, but yeah. whatever. We mm-hmm. we digress. Yeah. Uh, let's see, and then we have Evan S. It's our takes on how many wins he's going to get this season. Wow. All right, that changes. What did uh, I say? You had four. Okay. I had three. Oh, you're getting close. It's looking bad yeah. for me. Um, With the team that he has now, it does look a little rough. It does look rough for me too, but that's okay. Uh, the Evan guarantee. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So he hadn't made a guarantee. So right now he's still sticking in the wrong category with oh, his right. guarantees. Because his guarantee was that he was going to beat someone last week. Last week. Not, not this happen. week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we've got Alex Cook. Evan will not make the playoffs. Love that. So now we've got a stick it, stick and it against direct. it. And it's going to go directly underneath it. I love that. What a great grid we've got going on here. Uh, we've got... Evan Shacklett saying that P. Sweezy will not get... And actually, I went back and listened to it, and he said he will not get three wins this season, if that. So it is three. Okay. So I went back and listened to it. The analysis department was breathing down my neck. I had to go back in there and get the actual words. These pump fake multimedia conglomerate industries corporated analysis department? It couldn't be said enough, and I'm sorry I didn't mention it. Yeah, the pump fake multimedia conglomerate industries incorporated analysis department. I just wanted to make sure Yeah, that we were talking about the same Absolutely. department. That's the one. Uh, Connor Fulkerson, Kyler will score every touchdown this year. It is <laughs> it's holding. the take of the freaking it's season. It's the take of the year, man. He's been on fire it's, with this, dude. He's just doing it, man. He's just out oh. here doing it. 
It's, he called here. that shot, and he's been right three weeks yeah. in a row. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> three weeks in a row, Connor. Oh, Good take, brother. What a great take. Stick. See, he's, he's reaping the, the rewards. Benefit. What a you know we sit here and we just fumble over this podcast. Like, what a genius! What a, what a, what a fantasy god <laughs> Connor is for making such a strong take. take and being right. So strong. Oh, jeez, wow. love it. And that's our last take. So we'll add to the Evan S take that he's making the playoffs on the board right underneath. Um, Cook's take that he will not great highly contentious takes and then yeah we've just got our division winners on the other side and our scoreboard on top love that now we get to move into the final segment of review time and that is that's the dojo that's the dojo <laughs> and that is to make our picks for next week and I want mm-hmm. to do that with you as we review going into week five um, I'd like to start with Evan S. and Mark. So let me go ahead and rip me off a piece of, of paper here. We got. Rip me off a piece of that. Mark. Evan. It's so interesting now. Looking at these matchups, we have to consider COVID. We have to consider Derrick Henry may yeah, not play. This it's is officially a thing. Ah, oh, it's annoying. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, As we review the squads, what I will say is that I ain't mad at Mark's team. Yeah. But it's hard for me not to pick Evan with the way that he's bolstered his roster. And I do want to note, okay, in this matchup between Mark and Evan, how frequently I believe that Sleeper's just wrong. Like, the win percentage based on the estimates, I want to get a like a stat for how many times it's wrong. Because right now it has Evan S, 54-46. And they're usually a, a coin flip like that. But just it is giving the edge to Evan. And I just want to state that I believe that Sleeper's algorithm is just completely wrong. We were tracking that last year a little bit. I did just notice we missed a trade. We missed oh, we the Lockett trade. We didn't talk about the Lockett oh, trade. Oh, no. Yeah. Crap. What do we do now? Should we splice it in? And then oh, stick to. that in there? So we that's what we're going to do. So if you're listening at this point, you've already heard. Before we get into the, the reviews trade. of next week... Pause. And we're going to jump back. Yep. And we're back. You would have never thought we left. We didn't, but well, we did. Yeah, stayed right here. But just trying to do our job, do it professionally, and cover that last bit of the trade. But we were talking about Evan S and the matchup of week five, and we wanted to make our picks between him and Mark. I was talking about how Sleeper, I feel like, always gets it wrong with the edge that they give to people. With that being said, we can uh, we can go ahead and make our picks if you are ready. I'm ready. I am ready. Let me find the sheet of paper first. All right. I know who I am going to pick, and it is... Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, Mark. Evan. Good. You got Evan. I got Mark. You got any reason why? Yeah, a lot of reasons why. Unfortunately, some of them do revolve around possibly the Titans not playing this week. Okay, um, good call. So we've got Singletary and Henry involved in those games. So both of those guys will be out. Now, Evan will be without his quarterback. But that and also Evans is banged up. And, man, I just I can't go against the guy who just dropped the most points in the league on me. Um, I'm going to have to give him respect at least one more week. Yeah, that's good. I don't see Evan S. Now, this is not a stick. I just, I, I, I could look up and down his team and say that it's good, 
But I think uh, somehow he finds an L this week. There's no prediction uh, other than I think that he will really hit his playoff stride if he's going to make an attempt for the playoffs when Christian McCaffrey comes back. My prediction is Josh Kelly goes for 18-plus points. Not 20, but 18-plus. I mean, you were on it last game, so I'm just calling it. Mine is just Evan botches it and loses. Wow, botches. A Panda Express show-off between these two. Who can make better stir-fry? Hot things are hot, Ben. That's right. I don't know. Who made better stir-fry? I don't know. I've never had either of their stir-fries. You gotta I would tell say me. that Ming probably liked Evans more, but yeah. it was because of a lack of effort from Mark. Wow. Not because of lack a lack of, of ability. Why would you say there was lack of effort? Do you think he just didn't care about the job, or do you think he was focused on fantasy yeah. football? Or? Mark didn't care about the job. <laughs> he didn't care about the job, and neither did Evan. Yeah. Neither did Evan. Have I told you the story about the Friars? Maybe, maybe not. Real quick story. We're cleaning up. It's getting around that time. We have to clean up for summer, uh, or for the job, and... Uh, and, um, What's that? I had to clean up for the job and Ming and Ian told, they distribute the responsibilities for cleaning and closing for the night. And they tell Evan to clean the fryers and we're cleaning, they were shutting down together and I was doing dishes, just got done doing all that stuff and I was coming out to help or whatever. And Evan hadn't even started on the fryers. <laughs> and he looked at me when I got there and I was like, are you going to clean the fryers? And this is like, we barely know each other. Mm-hmm. So just so funny. Take this into consideration. We barely know each other. Mm-hmm. I was like, you haven't even started on the fryers. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm out here. I'm going to like help out and kind of help. And he was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was like, it was a whole process to clean the fryers. Like, it, it sucked. Uh-huh. It sucked. And he's like, I'm not doing it. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. And I was like, I should I do them? Mm-hmm. And you do something else? What did he say? I don't remember all the details there. That's where my memory gets fuzzy. But I just remember he was defiant. He was like, I will not do this. Hmm. He's not going to do it. Dude, you don't remember if you cleaned the fryers? Oh, I definitely cleaned the fryers. Oh, you did. I did clean the fryers. I just can't remember the details of the conversation as to how he convinced me to do it instead of him. Or if he just saw an opportunity for someone who actually works hard at their career and their life and was like, I'll do it. I can't remember if I was generous enough to offer. I I think he probably probably said fryer. Barely know her. And then he said, I'll clean him. Well played. Good old pain of memories. I just see uh, Evan dropping the ball on this one and losing. We go on to the next one between Connor and Luke. I think this is a big matchup. Two and two. Team's going at it. And I think that after, yeah, I've got my, I've got my take. And I am ready. Let me know when you're ready. The matchup between Connor Fulkerson All right. and Breezus Loves Me Digs, I know. Breezus Loves Me Digs, I know. Thank you. Well. <laughs> Three, two, one, Connor. Connor. Yeah. I think he dropped the, dropped the ball last week, and I do not see his team doing that again. I just do not. Uh, I think he's. No, I'm not saying that Connor, uh, that Luke's team is bad, but. Unfortunately, caught an L with a big outing from Odell last week. He knows where he needs to put his players now, so we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe Graham will produce for him in the matchup against Tampa Bay. 
But I've got Connor winning this one, and I've got two more Kyler Murray touchdowns. <laughs> you had two more? Just two? Just two. Really? Just two Kyler Murray touchdowns? Like, you're talking about throwing and rushing, or just two rushing touchdowns? I'm just going to say two touchdowns. So you're saying two touchdowns. Okay. All right. All I mean, right. their matchup is with the New York Jets. I mean, yeah, you probably could have more. The reality is that I see that uh, Connor Sticky goes down this week. Is it because – so you think that um, – that Drake. Someone else might also score a touchdown. I wasn't putting words in there. I just wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, no, someone else on the team. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that Lockett, I'm going to say that Lockett, uh, after his down week, comes back to form. Um, we're going to give him, man, 20 points. Can you believe Lockett's getting 20 points this week? That's crazy. Wow. 20 on the nose? Plus. 20 plus, all right. I don't know. That'd be, that'd, that'd be crazy. Foolish. That'd be crazy. That'd be foolish. All right. Next. Man, I would put Connor three and two and put Luke on a two losing streak. Mm. I don't like it for Luke. I hate that he's got to go through these this two week span, but don't bounce back. He'll be fine. He'll he'll be in the mix. I've got him in the championship game. Thank you very much. Speaking of someone who's on a four losing streak, I think he can manage it. <laughs> a little perspective there for everybody. <laughs> All right. Next one is Eric Johnson and Kevin. Eric. Lamar popped up questionable. Kevin. Knee issue. Lamar Jackson knee issue. I didn't see that. A big one and three. I did not see the knee issue either. That's why we analyzed it. That's why we took a look. Man. Kevin, I'm just saying, man. If you need handcuff, buddy, I'll, uh, I'll dish them out. I'll dish them out to you. Maybe this is the week that one of those guys go down and one of my bench pieces escalates. Let's hope the Merkinger doesn't get hurt in Cincinnati. Oh, can I speak that into existence right now? Well, I mean, it's I wouldn't put it past you. You've done it before. Yeah. So tell me, what, what do you think is wrong with Eric's team to be a 1-3 at this point? Well, I think it's wrong. Both of these teams have something wrong with them to be 1-3. I think there might be a little bit too much faith in Devontae Freeman with Kevin, but let's go ahead and make our picks. And then we'll talk about the matchup. All right, I've got mine. Okay. Man, I'm fluctuating. Sorry, all the listeners out there. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Kevin. Yep. Sorry, I was circling. You did the same thing with Kevin last week. I know. It's not on purpose. I just... I, I know... I, yeah, why do I do that? Circle. I don't know. It's fine. I can't multitask. I'm not mad at I'm it. I'm not good at multitasking. I know that about you. Yeah, it's just not. Uh, Kevin's got a star-studded team. It is riddled with stars. It just has not connected. It just has not connected. Mm-hmm. All the stars align, unfortunately, in another unfavorable matchup for Eric Johnson. So sorry, buddy. I don't want you losing this many in a row. I don't like seeing you in this position in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't see, I don't like seeing Patrick P. 0-4. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing you this low. Yeah. But... When I look at your team, I feel like this might be a Mark-esque season for you. You go up against the wrong person at the wrong time. There's not a whole lot you can do. Gosh, I really don't want to speak this into existence, but could this be the first back-to-back showing in the suit? Ooh. Don't want that to happen. Yikes. So, with that... Are you going to... Is there any take that needs to be made there on season long for Eric? I've actually got to think about this. Crap. Um. No. Okay. No stuff. Nothing to stick. 
Be, unfortunately, and my justification behind that is that unfortunately you will get the the season. I, should I stick that? I just see you at 0-4 at the bottom of the league. So it's low-hanging fruit for me to say you will secure the worst season manager and secure that spot, therefore alleviating the pressure from his team being the toilet bowl champion. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's it's stickable. I mean, at 0-4 is... I mean, I'm one... It's win, just hard for I'm me. one win removed from Eric. That's true. So, That's true. You're, you're, you're right. If we're so gonna it's go to stickable. You, I haven't looked at your matchup. I don't know if you're going to go 1-5 this week or not. Yeah. I've got to look at that. Yeah. So... Man, you're also one win away from Evan S. I would love to see Evan S in the suit. Yeah. So if you could pick it up a little bit, that'd be great. I mean, I, I still feel like I have a shot at the playoffs. I'm Good. I'm just trying to get out of the suit. We talked about this mindset last mm-hmm. week and how you battle that. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to get in the suit versus being a champion. Yeah, they get the volume they will produce, you know? They get the volume they will produce. <laughs> they get the volume they will produce. All right? Uh, I don't have any take there. So I didn't mean to I didn't mean to get okay. into the, the swampy okay. waters. Right. I just I'm just question. looking at the people at the bottom of the league. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. So so I don't think... I, I, we don't need to get into that. Um, do you have a top producer for... Kevin's team is the winner. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's just going to go off this week after O'Brien's finally... They're finally free of the O'Brien curse. He Deshaun Watson is just going to be free as a bird out there. He's going to look like he hasn't looked in years. Um, How many points? It's just going to be a bomb, man. I don't know. It's just... 30 plus. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I like that take. I Honestly, like that take. yeah. I mean, I think that's easy for him. I think Kevin wins, but I think Ingram gets hurt. No, I got problems. I got problems, but I really hope it happens. I need it for my team. (laughs) Moving on. Yeah. Tiz and Scruff McGruff, a power matchup. Four and zero versus three and one. Top tier, uh, top division leaders going head to head. Going to drop a podium here. Drop a position. I mean, and. Let's make our picks and then give our analysis after. Do you know who you want to pick? So many injuries. It's ridiculous. See that Chris Carson got hurt? Yeah. Limited in practice. Mm-hmm. Chris Carson averages one limited practice a week. Like he just <laughs> stays on the limited. All right. Between Alex four 4-0, strong start. I have him in the championship. It's worth noting on the stickies. Versus Griff, the Triple T division leader. The guy that me and you are in a hunt after. Yeah. I... Right? Oh, man. I'm going back and forth. Okay. I'm teetering. I'm teetering. And I've landed. And... Sticking with it. Here we go. Three, two, one, tis. What? Three, two, one, tis. <laughs> oh, I was going scruff, so okay. we can we can yeah. stay on the opposite ends there. Just because I don't know, I just I just think it's time for Tiz to lose. That's what I said last time. Yeah, but That's it, what I it said. actually is now. Okay. It actually is time for Tiz to lose, and I just man, the running backs matchups are looking good. Yeah, I, I see that. I like him. good. I like him for Gurley, and he's actually producing this with Atlanta. 16, 20. You like to see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've just got uh, I've got Dak throwing a billion touchdowns to Cooper. Oh, one billion? Yeah, no, one billion. Against the Giants. No, I, again, it's just another Dallas over Giants. I think there's going to be a lot of points. I see Cooper getting a lot of that. Um, and James Conner's been playing well. 20, 24. 
Going against Titans. I don't know if you know anything about Titans. Not going against the Titans. Going against the Eagles. That was last week that they would have been going against the Titans. Oh, that was right. That was the... Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 24.9. So, I I don't know. And Dalvin Cook has been a monster. Yeah. He's been a monster. 27 and 30. That's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Gardner Minshew, I'm not sure about the stream, but... I like his... Crazy. Ridley put up the goose egg last week. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. That is kind of weird. That was, but yeah, I, and I don't even know about the Deontay, Deontay Johnson stream and the flex there. I think he might end up trading that up by the time we get there, but I don't care. I like Tiz. He's putting together a win streak and I need Griff to lose. I guess I am not unbiased. I guess I'm looking at that and I'm just like, I need Griff to lose. So I'll speak this into existence, but mm. I don't know. I, I'll just say this. I guess I have Cooper going off. <clears throat> okay. Cooper plus twenty, and I think Minshew's not bad. I think Minshew has scraping thirty. Yeah, I I think on paper they they shouldn't, but I think this week that David Johnson and Todd Gurley outproduced Dalvin Cook and James Conner, so I think that's where their matchup's going to hinge. No impacts. You think they're going to outproduce Dalvin Cook? I do. I think that I, I just think you know it's time for an off week. Okay. Maybe. And I, I just think they have great matchups. I'm not saying that Dalvin Cook is going to have a bad week, because I still think he's great. Um, I just think for some reason they're going to outproduce, and it's going to be the surprise. I think that's why. If, if they do that, then he wins. It's an if-then situation. We will review that next week. We will. And now we're getting matchups. Getting to me and you. You against Isaac. $500 millionaire champions. Middle of champ. $500 million champions. I'll let you continue. Reference to Patrick Mahomes. Yep, that's right. And then Drake News. And Drake News, because we are fake news. The team is fake news. Drake News is our moniker. Could probably change that for the weekend, because we're going to try to rally the troops. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to try to circle like the wagons. I like circle the wagons. Um, yeah, I have my selection. I have to actually think about this one. Hold on. Yeah. You remember when Antonio Brown was a wide receiver? Oh, Antonio Brown? Yeah. yeah you remember him? I do. Gosh, that's crazy. crazy, dude. Oh, uh, man. I was rolling through and saw that AJ Brown, and I was like, man. Yeah. I remember when I was like, Antonio. Um, listen, man. All right, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, Isaac. Yeah. I have to go with myself. I don't have a choice. I have to speak it into existence. Isaac, okay. I would like to point out, I was one week early on the Antonio Gibson bullet. I, I called 20 plus points for Antonio Gibson the week before. Really? And he did it against the Ravens. I didn't see that coming. Stout defense, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. And so that is... Riddle me why you're going to win. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson is... Brady? Doing the same thing on Thursday? Is the Thursday curse going to hit you? I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I hope it doesn't. You can't You can't sure up a Thursday Thursday night dodge? What do you mean? You're going to dodge a curse? I would love to dodge a curse on Thursday okay. night. I would love for Tom Brady to just, you know, put me up a solid 25-er. That's all I'm asking. 25. I don't need another 45-point week. I need a 25-er out of him against the Bears. I think he looked great. He's looking great, and I'm excited to watch him. Yeah, I don't see we're going to have any turnovers. The Bears aren't. Um, but Antonio Gibson is going to be the key. Um, he did break out last week, and they are now going to um, 
Kyle Allen at quarterback, and I believe he's going to check down to him a lot. That's good. I like that I think he's going to check down Antonio Gibson a ton. I think he's going to get a lot of passing work, and he's just a monster. So last week he went off, and this week he's going to continue, and that's why I will win. Plus, we have a, a battle of the Timmy Titan mascots. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I would like to talk about this just real quick. Evan doesn't like the mascots. How do you feel about mascots? Uh, I don't mind them. I really don't acknowledge them that much. I think that maybe they put a little bit too much effort into the mascots when it's mm-hmm. not needed. Uh, this year, they added the addition of them fighting and actually like throwing fireballs and doing all that stuff. That's cool. It's fine. Um, I didn't like that they don't allow me to choose those as their animation. They're yeah. reserved for battle, and that annoys me. I don't... I don't want... Anyway. Yeah. That's all. There's I, I, a little too much effort in there. They could have spent that effort elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But they, they've also got a great app, so... I mean, yeah, it's very, very good. I just... Mm-hmm. It uh, just shows that they are willing to go above and beyond. It's kind of like asking, why don't I eat the cherry? But you the, do remember it being fun when we were opening yeah, the Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, those are good. But yeah. now we don't have any cookies. They have to give us an opportunity to get, get more cookies. cookies. Give me yes. cookie. Give me cookie, got you cookie. Give me cookie, got you cookie. Exactly. So, with that being said, I got Isaac. I don't know. Um, give me a give me a take. I want to hear why I lose. Because I want to see why I lose next week. I'm going to do you like I do everybody. Um, <laughs> it seems as though losing has just become a habit for you. You can't make a take on his side of the ball. Tell me why I'm I can lose. get there. I can get there. Okay. <laughs> but it starts with me looking at the manager and saying, Hey, listen. When I've got two guys that almost produce 90 points between the two of them. And he still finds a way to lose. Yeah. I got to. I gotta. You know. So I'm standing with the reigning Belizo, um, according to one of us. Self-afflicted Belizo. Uh, I mean, a lot. It takes a lot of pride to just stab your, the samurai death. Uh-huh. You're just doing that, I, and I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Just it's. Um, just so the take, the take that I've got to take then, or is that uh, Drake gets no touchdown? Oh, what a take! Uh, well, only because it's stolen by DeAndre Hopkins. Stolen. Yeah. You think DeAndre Hopkins is going to get a rushing touchdown? Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. Okay. An end around to DeAndre Hopkins. I would, oh, I would just love to see it. Yeah. Just push the narrative further. Let's see. A little fake to Kenny Drake up the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then end around to DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins, rush, TD. Wow. All right, so just that. That's where it is. Let's go ahead and get to the... Uh, oh, gosh, who am I facing this week? I'm facing Cook. Crap! Look at that mascot. Yeah, we need to talk about this. I don't understand what's happening here. There's a big donut. He's sitting on a donut. Changes. Yeah, well, that, that's his yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, oh. Let me see. I've picked against myself before. Let me make sure. It's a 50-50. Jeez. Let me set my lineup. Schultz. I don't like going up against Cook. I don't like it. What the heck do I do with AJ Green? You had him last season. You held on to hope for him. What do I do with him? Drop him. Somebody's going to pick him up and just play the game that I've been playing? Dude, I just, I, I've watched every Bengals game this year as a mixing owner. And They're not going to him? They're going to him and he looks terrible, dude. I'm just telling you, he looks bad. Really? He's washed. I, I, I think if there's a better option for you out there, I would drop him. I would. Let him be somebody else's problem. 
is somebody else wants to get going. Burrow is reaching 300 yards at ease almost in these games. Yeah, and Higgins has looked good, who I picked up last week, and Tyler Boyd is getting the majority of the the share. So AJ Green just doesn't have a place there, man. I'm just telling you, it looks bad. It does. <laughs> the the eye test is bad. Dang, that is rough. It's unfortunate. I really like AJ Green. That sucks. Okay. Uh, I've got my pick, and... Oh, shoot. I don't like it. Three, two, one. Myself. I was... Yeah, I'm actually going to choose you. Oh, you are? Yeah, I was. And, yeah, I, I just think it's because... I don't know. I, I'm just picking myself because I don't want to lose. But, I mean, I do see potentially a good matchup with Elaire. I do see Prescott continuing to have a good game. Even though, when I look at the Giants game, there's a good chance that Zeke dominates that game. Mm-hmm. And not Dak. But they've been using him in almost every facet throughout these games. So I see high points from them. Again, I see Montgomery clicking. Uh, and why he's clicking is because he's getting the catches out of the backfield as well. Hopefully there's no Thursday night curse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, that dude just throws to him. It's crazy. The rookie quarterback only throws to Keenan Allen. He got – it's amazing. I love it. Since he's played, he has done so – like it's just like it was – he came in the back half and got Keenan Allen the 13 points for that week. Then the very next week, 23 points. Now this week, he only had 10. But listen, he caught 8 of 12 targets. The dude only throws to Keenan Allen. So I'm a big fan. I mean, look at that. That game, he had 19 targets. Yeah, that's crazy. He just throws it to him. So, I'm excited about that. And, uh, I don't know, maybe Jefferson falls off. I don't know. Maybe I play the infamous dual tight end play mm-hmm. this year, uh, this week. Wow. I almost did it last week, which it really wouldn't have helped me all that much because of how low Ertz is doing. But I'm, I'm seeming to bury myself with Ertz now. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody wants to take him off my hands for some kind of value with A.J. Green. Come on, take him off my team. But maybe I'll play Schultz at the tight end spot and put Ertz in the flex spot. That would be fun. So I don't have a take other than Dak will do well, and so in a layer we'll have his first 30-point. You don't have a take other than a 30-point game. I don't know. It's it's due. It's due. It's due. Dak, I just has – I mean, Dak has 25-plus. It's not going to be – for a quarterback, that's not a whole lot. Yeah. I don't know why Montgomery's gonna have a good day, good game Thursday, but he is. I don't really know why. I guess they're just gonna go. They're gonna pass a lot. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I guess it's weird. You have over twenty points. Montgomery. Yeah, we'll we'll go twenty. We'll go twenty plus for Montgomery. It's just gonna be a crazy game for him. Sweet. So we disagree on one, two, three. Great. Disagree on three of them. That'll be good. That will conclude our. Review time. Gosh, dang it. And we're still at an hour and 46 minutes. Yeah. How? I thought we really condensed it down. Yeah. We really got into the matchups for a while this week. That's okay. People like to hear about the teams. I like to hear about the teams. Uh, We will go ahead and wrap it up. That's the last thing that we've got to do. Uh, Do you have any guesses for... What I'm going to be implementing in the gaps between the 
Thread this I week? know exactly what you're going to Yeah, because I told you. And they already know, so I might as well spoil it for them. I said it on the thing? No, they're going to know because they're going to have heard it at this point. <laughs> oh, okay. Good call. <laughs> yeah, new girl. Call. New girl clips. I do have a quick question for you. Yeah. Quick over-under question. Yeah. How many games do you think the Titans will play this week? I'm going to give you over-under, set it at 0. .5. Um, I don't think they play. You think it's a, you think it's a zero? Think it's, do you think and does under? that mess up the rest of the season? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do. They didn't play last week. They did not play last week, and they switched the bye week around. People are talking about like they're going to make them forfeit this game because they did not follow COVID procedures and stuff. Like that's what I love that. I think they should be punished for it. (laughs) I haven't caught COVID. Yeah, I got a pregnant wife at home. Yeah, I can't play basketball. Like they were like legitimately practicing allegedly in this like off-site field. I saw the Twitter thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what they're thinking down there, man. I, that's my team. That's your team. I just want to get him on, on the L. field. Can you please get on the field? <laughs> can you please just get on the field, please? Can you please can, you, can I have AJ Brown back, please? please. <laughs> I, I need all the help I can get. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I don't think they play either at this point. Man. With that, we wrap up the pod. Patrick, thank you again for another great podcast. Um, great to be you'd here. Like to say to our listeners, it's great to be here in the studio. Um, be back at the dojo next week and hopefully I'll have my first win of the of the season. I'll be able to talk about that. Hopefully I can upset Cook. We'll see about that. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening this far into it. Bye. Bye. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club.